0: Welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen and today is February 11th. Today we're actually going to backtrack just a little bit before we get to the story of the restoration of the Aaronic Priesthood. We're going to begin in Joseph Smith history, verse 66, and it's going to review a little bit about how Joseph Smith met Oliver Cowdery. If you'll remember, Oliver Cowdery was a school teacher and Hiram Smith was on the Board of Education, and so because of that, Oliver Cowdery was boarding at the Smith House. It wasn't long before he heard all sorts of stories about Joseph Smith, and over time, as the family began to trust Oliver Cowdery, they began to open up and share some of the stories about Joseph Smith the things that he had seen and the things that he had experienced. Now, naturally, Just like anyone would be, at first Oliver was a little bit skeptical and he decided, without telling anyone, that he was going to go to the Lord and he was going to seek an answer if this was true or not. And in his mind, he determined that if it was true, he would do everything in his power to help bring forward the record that Joseph Smith had. Verse 66 says, On the fifth day of April, 1829, Oliver Cowdery came to my house, until which time I had never seen him. He stated to me that having been teaching school in the neighborhood where my father resided, and my father being one of those who sent to the school, he went to board for a season at his house. And while there, the family related to him the circumstances of my having received the plates, and accordingly, he had come to make inquiries of me. Two days after the arrival of Mr. Cowdery, being the 7th of April, I commenced to translate the Book of Mormon, and he began to write for me. Now, one of the really interesting things about this story to me is that Oliver, before even meeting Joseph Smith, had a testimony that he was the prophet, had a testimony that the record was true and that the work that Joseph was doing was true. That's why he went to Harmony to meet him as soon as he could. However, there's something even more interesting here. If you'll remember in section six, in the revelation given through the prophet Joseph Smith, The Lord tells Oliver, verily, verily, I say unto you, if you desire a further witness, cast your mind upon the night that you cried unto me in your heart, that you might know concerning the truth of these things. Did I not speak peace to your mind concerning the matter? What greater witness can you have than from God? Now, the really important part of this story is to realize that here, Oliver Cowdery, while living in Palmyra, had an incredible experience. He had an experience with the Spirit when he was praying to know the truth of Joseph Smith and the record. He received peace. He received an answer. And because of that, he went to Harmony to translate for Joseph. Now here, after meeting Joseph, he receives a revelation from God. And not having told a soul about his experience when he prayed to know the truth, in this revelation, God speaks to Oliver about an experience that was just very personal between the two of them that no one else knew about, really solidifying in the mind of Oliver Cowdery that Joseph Smith was indeed a prophet. And just as neat, two days before Oliver Cowdery got to Joseph Smith, he had prayed for someone to come and be a scribe for him. So it didn't surprise him when two days later, Oliver Cowdery comes for that very purpose. Lucy Mack Smith said in her biography, Joseph called upon his heavenly father to send him a scribe as the angel had promised, and he was informed that the same should be forthcoming in a few days. When Oliver was introduced to Joseph, he said, Mr. Smith, I have come for the purpose of writing for you. This was not at all unexpected to Joseph, for although he had never seen Mr. Cowdery before, he knew that the Lord was able to perform, and that he had been faithful to fulfill all his promises. Then they sat down and conversed together until late, And Joseph told Oliver his entire story as far as it was necessary for his information in those things which concerned him. The next morning, they commenced the work of the translation and were soon deeply engaged. Now, the work of writing and translation progressed rapidly. Now, I think that there's a really important principle for us to understand in this story. And that is that our Father in Heaven has a work for each of us to do just as he had a work for Joseph. Joseph Smith once said, Every man or woman who has a calling to minister to the inhabitants of the world was ordained to that very purpose in the grand councils of heaven before this world was. So my friends, our Father in heaven has a purpose for you. He has a work for you to do. And just as he prepared a way for Joseph to do the work and gave him the things that he needed in order to accomplish his work, so will he be with us and help us, and bless us, and do everything needed for us so that we can accomplish his work. Let's not forget the great words of Nephi when he said, I will go and do the things which the Lord hath commanded. For I know that the Lord giveth no commandments unto the children of men, save he shall prepare a way for them, that they may accomplish the things which he has commanded them. Now my friends, I know it feels like a really weird time to be serving in the Lord's kingdom. I look at the missionaries right now and think, wow, they have done a complete 180 on how missionary work is done. But my friends, we can follow their lead. We might not minister the way we did two years ago, but we can find a new way. We might not be able to do our callings the same way we did two years ago, but we can find a new way. And just as our father in heaven was prepared to bless Joseph Smith, with a way to accomplish his work, by bringing Oliver Cowdery in to transcribe for him. So will he bless us, as we earnestly seek to find new ways to do his work. Elder Iwering once said, Of course, all of us have many pressing and important responsibilities that need our attention and time. All of us find parts of what the Lord expects us to do beyond our abilities. Fortunately, The Lord provides a way for each of us to gain confidence and satisfaction in all our service. We gain strength to do what he has asked through our faith that the Savior gives no commandment, save he shall prepare a way for us that we may accomplish the thing which he hath commanded. My friends, I know that we live in a really weird time, and it would be really easy for us to justify Not doing the things which God has commanded us to do. To not go forward in our responsibility to build the kingdom, to minister, to bless, and to love. But I also know that the trials and the things that we're experiencing right now did not catch God by surprise. Just as he prepared for hundreds and thousands of years for the restoration of the gospel, he has prepared a way. For us to continue to grow in our faith and bless others to do the same, even and especially during this weird time. My friends, let us go forward with faith, remembering that God prepares a way for his work to be done. So let us go forward and let us do his work, having faith and trust in God's promises.